Welcome to another podcast from CareerLantern.com. I'm your host, Don Whiteside. Today's topic is professional references. At some point during the hiring process, you will likely be asked to provide a list of professional references. Sometimes, you may be required to attach the list as a file when submitting an online job application, along with your cover letter and resume. Other times, professional references may not be requested until the job interview, or even later, especially if you're being seriously considered for the job. Either way, you need to have your list of professional references ready to go. So, what's the right way to handle obtaining and submitting professional references? First, let's examine why applicants are asked for professional references and who these individuals should be. Remember, to an interviewer, you're an unknown and unproven entity. Employers are always concerned that they might make a bad hiring decision. Speaking with professional references is one way interviewers feel they can minimize that risk. After all, a professional reference is, or should be, an individual who can attest to your experience, skills, and integrity. The ideal reference is someone who has seen you on the job and can speak to your work quality and interpersonal skills. If references are willing to stick their necks out and vouch for you, the interviewer will feel that due diligence has been done in vetting you as a potential new employee. Yes, interviewers are fully aware that your references will probably only say good things about you, but more about that later. Let's look at several important points to help ensure your list of professional references is helpful rather than harmful to your job search. Point one, first and foremost, always, always get permission of the person you list as a reference. Never list someone as a professional reference unless you've personally contacted them and obtained their permission. Nothing reflects your lack of professionalism like having an interviewer call a reference who says, Oh, um, I didn't even know they listed me as a reference. This places your reference in a very uncomfortable and awkward situation. It forces them to decide on the spot whether or not to talk to the unfamiliar caller and, if so, how much to say. In today's lawsuit-happy work environment, people are understandably hesitant to say almost anything to an unexpected and unknown caller. This is especially true if the caller asks probing questions about your personality, abilities, skills, and so forth. Obtaining your references permission is important for another reason. Many companies today strictly prohibit their employees from giving out references or any employment information whatsoever. Some dictate that all such requests must immediately be referred to human resources. Now, I'm sure you wouldn't want to put your reference in a situation where, in an effort to help you, they might violate company policies and get in trouble or even fired. If your reference can't help because of company policy, better that you find out now. Finally, 
If your reference gets a surprise email or call and then is unwilling or hesitant to provide information, think of the impression this might leave with the prospective employer. They might assume that such resistance means a reference is trying to hide something negative about you. What about listing someone who works with your same current employer? Uh, this depends on the organization's culture as well as your relationship with your immediate supervisor. You want to make sure that a reference within your company, especially your supervisor, is not caught off guard by unexpectedly learning that you're seeking employment elsewhere. As you might expect, some supervisors are supportive and want to see their staff succeed in their careers, even if that means they end up working somewhere else. On the other hand, some supervisors can be vindictive or retaliatory. In extreme cases, I have heard of individuals being terminated just because they were exploring employment opportunities elsewhere. If that sounds like your organization or supervisor, then use only a very trusted person at your firm who knows the delicacy of the situation or only individuals from outside your company. Point two. The professional reference should be qualified to speak about you. Obviously, anyone listed as a professional reference should have first-hand knowledge of your experience, skills, work ethic, and so forth. This might be a current or former supervisor, an executive in your company, a colleague in another department, or from another firm. What about personal references? Well, although your next-door neighbor or great-aunt Matilda may be willing to say you're a good person, they're probably not qualified to speak about your professional skills and abilities. Besides, they're obviously biased towards you. Also, your peer co-workers are generally not considered strong references. The interviewer is apt to think of these people as just being your friends rather than professionals who can speak objectively about you. But what can you do if you're a recent college graduate without significant work experience? Teachers and professors who know you well are logical choices. Also, consider individuals with whom you've worked in a volunteer capacity, maybe through a community organization or a church. While your involvement may not have been for pay, these individuals have seen you in action. They can speak to how hard you work, your dependability, and may be able to describe applicable skills that you demonstrated. Point three, have an idea of what the professional reference is going to say. Okay, this may sound like a no-brainer, but you would be shocked at what references sometimes say. For example, I recall contacting a candidate's reference who proceeded to describe how the applicant was a pretty good employee, except for having been involved in numerous fist fights on the job. Also, it doesn't say much for you if it turns out the reference can't even recall who the heck you are or seems to know very little about your job performance. Here's another reason to select references who really know your work history. It is critical that whatever the reference says agrees with what's on your resume and job application. For example, if you state you've worked in a position for five years and your reference says maybe two or three years, that's going to be a problem. Similarly, 
If there's a discrepancy regarding the description of your job duties or the level of the position you held, that will also be a red flag. Even innocent differences between your version and what the reference says can look suspicious. Point four, make sure the contact information for your references is accurate and up-to-date. From experience, I know the frustration associated with performing reference checks. Many times I have sent emails that turned out to be undeliverable or called telephone numbers that have long since been disconnected. Or, even if the call was answered, I was told that the name person retired years ago or is no longer employed there. If you can't even provide accurate information when trying to land an important job, what does that tell the employer about your attention to detail and concern for accuracy? The easier you make it for the interviewer to obtain the necessary reference checks, the better it makes you look. Remember. It's always possible that more than one candidate is being considered for the job. Don't let your competition win out simply because the interviewer couldn't reach your references. Point five, provide the list of professional references at the right time. Maintain your list of professional references as a separate document, keep it updated, and provide it only when requested. You can indicate professional references available upon request at the end of your resume, but don't include the names there. Unless the job posting or online application system specifically instructs you to do so, don't routinely send the list of references along with your cover letter, resume, and application. Also, be sure to take several copies of your professional reference list along with you to the job interview. If the interviewers are impressed with you and want to check your references right away, having that list immediately available speeds up the process and makes you look good. What if your current employer is a jerk and a reference check could lead to trouble on your job? If this is a delicate matter, you should discuss this carefully with the interviewer. You could explain that while you have no problem with them eventually contacting your employer, you would prefer they delay doing so until such time you become a finalist. This conversation must be very professional, and under no circumstances should you ever trash talk your current employer. Just politely indicate that a casual reference check could have negative repercussions for you, and you're merely requesting they delay contacting your employer until a job offer might result. Most experienced job interviewers are aware that such situations exist and will likely understand and honor your request without hesitation. Point six, format your professional reference list in a helpful manner. Now that I've said that, let me say there are also no hard and fast rules for formatting a professional reference list. Many different and acceptable examples may be found online, but here are the common elements. The list should contain the necessary information, have a logical and organized appearance, and be brief. If the application or job posting asks for a certain number of references, provide that number. When a specific number of references is not indicated, providing three to five is usually acceptable 
depending on the position sought and your experience. List your strongest or best references first, as the interviewer may end up only contacting one or two. Go for quality of references, not quantity. Depending on the position and your experience, you may want to consider using a variety of different professionals who have encountered your services on the job. For example, suppose someone is applying for a position in a hospital. They may want to have a mix of references that includes their supervisor, a physician, a nurse, and a hospital administrator, rather than four individuals who all have the exact same position. Don't just provide a list of names. For each reference, indicate their title and working relationship with you, such as current supervisor, former manager, college professor, colleague, client, and so forth. However, keep that information very brief. The bottom line here is to make the job of checking references easy and painless for the potential employer. Let's review the six important points concerning professional references. Point one, always get permission of the person you will be listing as a reference. Point two, the professional reference should be qualified to speak about you. Point three, have an idea of what the professional reference is going to say. Point four, make sure the contact information for your references is accurate and up to date. Point five, provide the list of professional references upon request or if required during the application process. Point six, format your professional references in a helpful manner. Follow these six points and you'll be off to a great start. Thanks for listening and visit CareerLantern.com for more career information and job interview tips. To receive the latest updates, be sure to subscribe for free to my blog posts and podcasts. Also, check out my book on Amazon entitled The Six Readiness Factors for Planning, Changing, or Advancing Your Career. Good luck in pursuing your career goals. Thank you.